To what's this Dao all about? A lighthearted look at Taoism featuring Dr. Carl Totten and Todd Perry. Carl is the founder of the Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California. Todd Perry knows a little about Taoism and is mainly here because he owns a few microphones. Now, let's learn what's this Dao all about. Everybody, welcome back to What's This Dow All About? My name is Todd Perry. With me is the great Dr. Carl Totten. Good morning, all, or good evening, wherever you are. And uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about something very important, a topic called gratitude. And we're going to talk about chapter 64 of the Tao Te Ching. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. <laughs> if you listen to our last show, Dr. Totten lives, the Taoist Institute is now, there's a pot shop across the street, and there's guys, and I, I was on last show just marking how all the cars are pulling up with interesting characters. Now we have a guy dancing in a tracksuit across, uh, right across from me, in a like Harlem Globetrotter blue tracksuit, uh, listening to some kind of reggae. And uh, another guy looking at his phone, and they're just playing music, smiling, looking at everybody going around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about being in the flow of the Dow. <laughs> yes, the guys who visit the pot shops. Sorry, again, uh, eight, my, my ADD is flaring up really bad. I need, I need you know those commercials where they have like tux, you know, for people with hemorrhoids? <laughs> goes, I need that. For my uh, right, the, in, there's a chapter in the in the Tao Te Ching about how the uh, attention is uh, attracted to the the, the things that they're gleaming, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your your consciousness is attracted, you know, to things that gleam. <laughs> yes, I think that or people just partying, right? Or a guy <laughs> lighting up a huge blunt right now <laughs> across the street from the window, dancing. God bless legal marijuana in California. It's made life more entertaining, hasn't yeah. it? <laughs> you know, better than you have like two winos sitting out there with a bottle of hooch, right? Well, that's true. That's true. Becoming angry and upset and fighting, you know, yeah. that'd be worse. Yeah. Case, I'm going to dance in the middle of the street. That's what this Dow is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Okay, we're getting off topic here. So uh, but before we get into the main stuff we're going to talk about, uh, I actually I did something crazy. I actually applied some of the stuff that we talk about on the show to my life. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, so I... Um, Lao Tzu forbid. <laughs> I know. Good Lord, right? Something finally got through this thick head. Lord Lao. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is um, I have on my right foot, I have eczema. Mm-hmm. And it's down by, kind of by the heel. And what happens is I've had this for like 15 years. So if... And it, it, it itches, but if you scratch it, it gets mm-hmm. worse. Right. And so it's like this crazy cosmic joke, right? It itches, but if you scratch it, it becomes inflamed, it gets red, it bleeds, yep. and then it gets mm-hmm. worse. So you have to just not 
scratch the darn thing. Mm-hmm. And then over time, it will slowly get better, mm-hmm. and it will it itch less. Yes. But you ha- you know, as anybody, it's it's like a wonderful test of one's willpower or one's consciousness of going. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't. Okay, it's itching. I know this <laughs> sensation is going to pass, and I'll only make it worse. But when you itch it. It feels glorious. It's when you like, scratch it, yes. Yeah, when I scratch it. Oh, Lord. It's the greatest <laughs> pleasure on earth when you do. <laughs> so this is your lesson in not doing? <laughs> yes. So what happens, we were, we were going over some, I forget, some, some passage. And in it, it stuck with me. It's the sage sees the desire and watches it pass. Mm-hmm. We were talking about desire on a mm-hmm. recent show. Mm-hmm. So I kept concentrating on that when... The desire comes to, to to scratch it. It's gonna pass. I know this is gonna pass, and it does every darn time. And I, I swear, I went like ten days without touching it. Wow! And it was like miraculously started healing. Wasn't yes. bothering me. And every day that went past, it became easier and easier to mm-hmm. feel like anything. Like when I mm-hmm. quit smoking, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but and I thought, man, what a. And I've just been trying to apply that lesson to every other. Yes. Desire that hits me, you know, should I eat those chicken wings, <laughs> you know, whatever, and to just look, this, it's going to pass, and this is just a temp. This desire is just a temporary anxiety, really, yes. that, that that will leave, and um, so I think it has definitely made improvements in my life. Just at least mm-hmm. over this one foot mm-hmm. thing, or you know, not having that beer that's going to make tomorrow lame, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, holding back from that mm-hmm. one or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, once again. Uh, the sage sees the desire, watches it pass. It, it helped a lot for me. So, uh, anybody out there that's dealing with any nagging uh, pod- podiatrist issues <laughs> or anything, um, it, yeah. it's helped me. Yeah, apply mindful meditation. Just notice. Just watch. You know, because if you're watching, you're not so attached. Paradoxically, yeah. You know, because you're watching from a place of being. Um, the observer, because and if you're not the observer, then you're the reactor. <laughs> you're just you know, reacting to what yeah. you're experiencing and 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 scratching and cause and making it worse. Whereas if you're just from some other position of consciousness, just noticing it, that feeling, that uh, almost addiction to scratching it will lessen and lessen and lessen. And as it lessens, then of course the area is healing more and more and more. Yeah. Until finally you're at peace. Yeah. You're at you're at that oblivion state we were talking about yes. last show. Yes, and you know, it's that oblivion state where I don't notice my foot. Yes. Right? Exactly. Which is good. Exactly. Um Yes, so yeah, it's a little little lesson I learned, which which is great. Uh so now let's talk about something very important, which is gratitude. And I'll start with a couple quotes quotes by Lao Tzu. And then I have some scientific backing for what we're saying. And then, Dr. Totten, I will let you tell us everything you know. <laughs> uh, so uh, just to quote uh, Lao Tzu a little bit on this, uh, there is no greater sin than desire and no greater curse than discontent. Therefore, he who knows that enough is enough will always have enough. Mm-hmm. And another one, which is great, is be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there's nothing lacking... The whole world belongs to mm. you. Beautiful. When you realize there's nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. And mm. it's so true. Yes. You know, yes. I've 
been trying to, as you say, develop an attitude of gratitude, mm-hmm. um, and that and and that that comes from not focusing on the lack of things, but just how uh, amazingly blessed I am to have what I do have. Yes, uh, on 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 one level, and it's like you know. When we're sitting there focusing on like, you know, why isn't my partner or my wife or husband, why isn't this person perfect? Which, you know, nobody's perfect. Then again, you're focusing on the lack, not, not the, oh, wow, wh- how amazing is it to have this person in my life? Yes. Um, when you're in situations, it's like sometimes I'll be in situations where I'm stuck at home, you know, watching a three and a half year old and being driven nuts by him. Instead <laughs> of saying, oh, my God, well, how amazing is it to have this this little critter in my house. <laughs> or I'll think, oh, why don't I have a pool? <laughs> Instead of looking around going, oh my God, I have this, 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 I have this great, I have a, you know. Sometimes we focus on, oh, I don't have the right car, right? And then you go, I have a car, it's crazy. Again, this thing, I could drive in 40 <laughs> minutes, be anywhere in the, right? Like, how could, or, you know, people want to get, get a new phone once the new phone comes out and it's like, <laughs> look how crazy this thing is to begin with. I mean, it's also a <laughs> terrible thing to have as well but you know <laughs> whoa look at this thing you know you can still be amazed by having the first iphone right and be just as happy <laughs> or whatever um but it's just this basic idea of gratitude is is really powerful and i found some scientific backing for yes it. so lao tzu uh wasn't joking um so i found in this if i can get to him uh it's neuroscience reveals that gratitude literally rewires your brain to be happier. And that's in the Daily Health Post editorial. Psychologists asked people to journal for a week. One third of the subjects of the study were asked to keep a daily journal of things that happened during the week for which they were grateful. Another third was asked to write down the daily irritations or events that displeased them. The last third of the group was asked to write down daily situations and events with no emphasis on either positive or negative emotional attachment. The gratitude group reported feeling more optimistic and positive about their lives than the other groups. And it says that focusing on the positive and feeling grateful can improve your sleep quality, reduce feelings of anxiety and depression. Furthermore, levels of gratitude correlate to better moods and less fatigue and inflammation, reducing the risk of heart failure even for those who are susceptible. In a neurological experiment, brain activity was measured using magnetic resonance imaging as subjects were introduced to feel gratitude by receiving gifts. The areas of the brain showing increased activity were the anterior cingulate cortex and medial prefrontal cortex, those associated with moral and social cognition, reward, empathy, and value judgment. Gratitude supports a positive and supportive attitude towards others and a feeling of relief from stressors. And then finally, gratitude activates the hypothalamus as well, with downstream effects on metabolism, stress, and various behaviors. The hypothalamus is located at the base of the brain and regulates hormones responsible for many critical functions, body temperature, emotional responses, and survival functions like appetite and sleep. One of the neurochemicals associated with the parts of the brain affected by gratitude is dopamine, a pleasure hormone. So it's saying all these things that, you know, if we basically just switch our perception from one of lack mm-hmm. to one of appreciation, mm-hmm. it really turns around everything. Yes. It's really quite extraordinary. Yeah. And everything you just said is free. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what medication would cost to do all that? And, 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 but then would kill you with the side effects, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, 
often say, you know, that gratitude is essential because if we don't have an appreciation for what we already have, likely nothing will ever be enough. Yes. And then we enter into this endless pursuit of more and more. And a Taoist knows when they have enough. And enough starts by recognizing what we already have <laughs> and then letting our awareness then proceed from a place of seeming abundance. In this way, we avoid what I call poverty consciousness. <laughs> yeah. You know, where we're always feeling that we're, we don't have something, we're missing something, we're unfulfilled, and then we get trapped into a loop of pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that doesn't mean that we don't improve or better ourselves in our lives and the lives of those around us especially if that lack is the result of being out of harmony with the Tao. But if a Taoist knows when they have enough, they also know when they don't have enough because being in a state of balance and contentment is in harmony with the nature of the Tao. You know, where there's a void, nature will provide something to fulfill that. Mm -hmm. And so that's natural. It's not natural to be uh, in poverty consciousness all the time. Right. Uh, it's, it's not natural to be in poverty all the time in this world. No, many people are. But was that a natural unfolding? Or uh, were there market forces or political or social or oppress, oppression, results of oppression or historical uh, slavery and oppression that led to a state of imbalance where people are experiencing poverty all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, so if that's the case, then it's a result of being out of balance. And so now there need to be um, energy put to restoring balance and harmony, so that people will have what they need, and then can uh, really appreciate themselves from a position of harmony and balance. You mm -hmm. know? So it's part of the great Tao which holds balance for all as a virtue. <laughs> you know, and being in touch with our essential nature is, is a big uh, part of that. You know, one of the things I practice is, um, you know, the Japanese system of energy healing known as Reiki. Yes. You know? mm -hmm. And the Reiki, the founder of Reiki, uh, the Reiki founders came up with five precepts. Of Reiki. And the first one is just for today, I'm not saying forever, but just for today, I shall be grateful. Oh. Just for today, I shall not worry. Just for today, I will not anger. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. And just for today, I will show love and respect for every living being. Mm. Just for today. Right. And then if every day you wake up and you say, you know, just for today, I'm going to show gratitude, then, you know, it's not like you're having to commit to, you know, long-term anything, but you're learning how to use your consciousness to set a, an objective just for today. Right. Just for this present moment. I'll just Let's decide connect. to be happy today. Yeah. Right. And then tomorrow you can decide again, you know, what type of day you want. Because I think that too many people walk around today feeling out of touch, 
and out of control of their mm-hmm. life. And so either they go into being cut off and shut off from their emotions on one hand, or they become obsessed and obsessing over trying to control things which often can't be controlled. Yeah. Either of those states ultimately are unfulfilling and leads to deep states of um, unhappiness because they're not in harmony with the Tao, mm-hmm. you know, with the greater Tao. And so, but if we realize that just for today, you know, I can make a decision that is going to alter how I am processing reality, then we become content, yeah. you know, because we know that we have that power that we can have an effect on our mood just by changing how we think about things. Yeah, which is just our perception of how, how, we're, yeah, how we're looking. At, are we looking at something uh, negatively or positively? Uh, and, and then imagine the time and effort that would save so many of us if we were just satisfied with what we had. Um, and, and didn't need to go out pursuing constant stuff and just mm-hmm. appreciated the now, mm-hmm. appreciated the moment, appreciate what we have, um, using what mm-hmm. we have. Uh, you know, so many people that have just garages full of junk, <laughs> right? They just keep buying and keep buying and keep buying. And uh, what does it amount to? It's just wasted yeah. resources. More, more, more. It's never enough. And then you have a huge cleanup job on your hand. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> By the way, that's a great New Year's resolution, by the way, is to go through all your drawers and your closets and your garages and anything that you haven't used in a while. You ask yourself, do I really need this or can I let it go? Yeah. Can I recycle it? Can I go and recycle my old clothes? You know, yeah. can I take things and uh, donate them to, you know, some worthy chari- charitable uh, organization and help those who are less fortunate, you know, than I am? Yeah. Um, and when there's not, there's never, there's not a greater feeling than feeling that you're clean. <laughs> yeah. That you've let go of all of this extra stuff in your life. Extra attachment. Yeah. Which then creates space for us to, Really just breathe easy. Yeah. And that's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think the thing is I, I often won't do that because I'll be like, oh, I'll need this later. Or, <laughs> and you never do. Or I'm going to miss this. Yes. You never do. <laughs> no. You know. Uh, if you needed it, you'd be using it now. <laughs> never think about it again. Like, th- I think of how many shirts I've taken to the Goodwill. I can't even remember one of them. Right. Right? L- <laughs> let alone miss them. You know. Um but yeah, it's it's pretty funny that 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 concept of like I don't know I'll miss this is I think really overrated. Like I I was trying to get my head right and I deleted a whole bunch of social media apps from my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I can look at these things when I'm at my desktop computer. So now you know I'll look at Twitter 20 minutes a day versus an hour, you know, or whatever, <laughs> just to kind of not have my phone beeping at me all the right. time. And after like two days, it's like. I didn't even miss it, <laughs> you know, when I thought, oh, I'm going to miss this and, and just being more conscious about that um, really is, is another that and not uh, scratching my foot has honestly made me a happier person. Um, but, yeah, this it, it is so powerful to sit and just take a deep breath and smile and appreciate what you have versus what you don't. And I think the lack of gratitude ha- can have some very disastrous um ends because it's like what they talk about these days 
how uh, on social media has a very, very negative effect on specifically younger girls mm-hmm. that I guess that, you know, girls who are teenagers or 20s, I guess the way they're wired is more comparative mm-hmm. than men. Mm-hmm. Oh, she has this or he has this. Why aren't I on that vacation or whatever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to seem sexist in this because it's obviously... Toxic masculine traits, right? Yes. But I think with with women, they're more so that I, I know my wife is kind of more so like, oh well, these people have that. Why can't we have that or whatever? Mm. And and I'm I'm like I don't care, right? But in it's it's that. But quickly, I think when people have gratitude for what they have, then they don't care so much that Jenny went on vacation to. Trinidad and Tobago, you know, or whatever, um, and we begin to appreciate things because if, if if I think, but I think that that natural appreciation is not natural as natural to us as feeling lack and and and, and wanting to pursue more things because like it keeps us alive. It's a great survival mechanism to constantly mm-hmm. feel like you need more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to get more food. I mm-hmm. need to get better shelter. I need to do all these. And I think we're programmed that way in the same way that we're programmed to watch bad news because we want to be wary of something. Mm-hmm. We want to, to ensure our own survival, just good news on the TV doesn't mm-hmm. benefit us survival wise. Yeah, and as an evolutionary like you said, survival strategy, you know, we had to scan our environment for dangers. Yeah. You know, and we had to make sure we had enough water. We had to make sure we had enough food. We had to make sure that there were no uh, enemies or animals, you know, coming to uh, devour us. You know, <laughs> and, and so this kind of external scanning that we do, I think, is kind of hardwired into our psyche at a very deep biological and genetic level. Because of that. Yeah. Oh, I need a, a better car or else this one's going to break down. And <laughs> it's not going to go as fast as, you know, or right. Or we, we need to go spend a ton of money on this dinner because whatever. Or um, I need a bigger house or I need more money. If I have more money, then everything will be fine. And then when they do studies on this, I was reading it the other day that was it the mark was $75,000. Now, obviously, it's different for me. But if you live in San Francisco versus living in. Iowa, mm-hmm. you know, where, where things are cheaper. Uh, but, you know, they say that roughly at $75,000, people are at a pos- position then where they don't feel they're, they're in a safe spot where they're not lacking or they can financially fix a problem, mm-hmm. you know. But, and as people make less and less money, they have more anxiousness because they, they may not have the means right. to fix a problem or whatever. But they said that over mm-hmm. 75, making 150 versus 110, Versus 80, it doesn't matter at all for your, your overall happiness. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But uh, so, as the Beastie Boys said, when you've got so much, you're set. It's called gratitude, <laughs> and that's right. Uh, let's get on to chapter 64, 64 of the Tao Te Ching. Yes. Lao Tzu always has something wise to say. Yes. <laughs> and in chapter 64, he says it well. He says, Peace is easily maintained. Trouble is easily overcome before it starts. The brittle is easily shattered. The small is easily scattered. Deal with it before it happens. Set things in order before there is confusion. A tree as great as a man's embrace springs from a small shoot. A terrace nine stories high begins with a pile of earth. A journey of a thousand miles starts under one's feet. 
He who acts defeats his own purpose. He who grasps loses. The sage does not act, so is not defeated. He does not grasp and therefore does not lose. People usually fail when they are on the verge of success. So give as much care to the end as to the beginning. Then there will be no failure. Therefore, the sage seeks freedom from desire. He does not collect precious things. He learns not to hold on to ideas. He brings men back to what they have lost. He helps the 10,000 things find their own nature, but refrains from action. Wow. Now, that's a powerful one. That's a, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> that's a great deal. Tarrant, where do we start? <laughs> well, you know, one, you know, one of the most quoted lines from the Tao Te Ching is that one about the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, the journey of a thousand miles. Uh, he says, starts under one's feet, or often translated, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. So, rather than become confused and maybe even disappointed by how far one has to go or how much one has to accomplish something. If we just take that first step, almost like we were talking about a little while ago, just for today, (laughs) I shall be grateful. If I can take one step in the right direction, then I feel I have accomplished my goal. Because all I was going to do was just take one step. Mm-hmm. And then the next instance, or tomorrow, I can take another one. I'm that much closer mm-hmm. right, on that mm-hmm. journey of a thousand miles. But yet I've only taken a step. And so it was easily manageable. You know, I didn't get consumed and uh, actually distracted from the moment by focusing on the outcome too much. And I was able to enjoy the moment because I'm, I was present and awake and completely interactive in the now, in this present moment. So learning how in, in psychology, in behavioral psychology, there's a fancy name for all of this. They call it successive approximations to a goal. Whoa. <laughs> and, and the easy way of saying that is baby steps. Right. You take a baby step. Because a baby step is easy. Heck, a baby can do it. (laughs) We can certainly do it. You know, and so we learn how to deal with things in the moment. We know uh, things, deal with things before it, it falls apart. You know, when we let things go and don't take that first step, then, you know, the natural order becomes uh, twisted after a while Mm -hmm. because, if that first step or that first action was what was actually needed in the moment to allow things to be right, if we let it go and didn't do that, then we're actually creating the problem when we could have addressed it at the beginning. You know, set things in order before there is confusion. You know, being fully awake within the present moment and acting accordingly is what uh, Lao Tzu is advising here. It seems to me a lot like Wu Wei. Yeah, you know, the thing about trees, uh, as great as a man's embrace, spring from a small shoot. And a terrace nine stories high begins with a pile of earth, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
off acts begin from right now, the present moment. Uh, Wu Wei, effortless action. You know, just allowing, taking a moment in the present leads to even towering obstacles becoming more manageable. And so tackling situations early on will likely lead to them remaining manageable, not getting out of hand, which then which has stems from neglect. And then, of course, it gives us more to worry about. And being overly concerned about the future, like I think we mentioned, leads to what? Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Being overly concerned about the past leads to depression. Depression, yeah. Right? Regret. Yeah. Sadness. Yeah. And yet, it's already happened. And so why are we still fretting over it? Yeah. What, what, are, we, what are we getting out of that? Wallowing in it. Wallowing in it. it I, <sighs> I think lots of this is good advice um, for parenting. You know, like you see there are behaviors that I'll see in my child, and I think, okay, address this issue now. It won't be a full-blown huge problem when he's a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I will also, if I correct it now... Uh, I will save him a whole bunch of pain through ha- having not mm-hmm. been corrected and, and yeah. put on the correct path with, with mm-hmm. certain behaviors. It's kind of like life and, and also medicine is like that as well. Yeah. You know, prevention is a lot easier than cure or treatment. Yeah. And, and a lot less expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, if you eat right, you exercise, you have a positive uh, state of mind, uh, you know, you take care of yourself. That's a lot cheaper than the, the surgeries and medication that you're going to need later if you don't address those things at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You know, you know, number one cause of bankruptcy in the United States is what? Medical bills. Medical bills. <laughs> yeah. See, so if you can avoid that, you'll save a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, look, we live in America and you have the, the chance to earn huge medical bills if you take, don't take good care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then also as a society, you know, most of medical expenses are kind of collectivized in a way, like it's through insurance, you know. And when a whole bunch of people are living unhealthy, which they do in this country terribly, mm-hmm. uh, then healthy people have to pay for it. Yep. Right? Then, you know, your insurance goes up too because, you know, obesity and diabetes is on, is on the rise. Or, <laughs> or if you're paying, you know, into Medicare. You know, when people mm-hmm. are really unhealthy and they're retiring, then it makes, you know, we all pay for it. Yes. So it's like if they, you know, if people just didn't smoke and, you know, half the amount of people were obese, <laughs> maybe we could have affordable health care for everybody. <laughs> for everyone. Because certain people exactly. aren't, you know, putting the... You know, and as Lao Tzu suggests, the small is easily scattered, <laughs> you know, when it's small. And the brittle is easily shattered. <laughs> so, you know, dealing with things early makes them more manageable. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, so, you know, true wisdom, I think, comes from being so fully in the moment that we actually anticipate problems and manage them in advance. And being in harmony with nature, we can sense the way things are naturally progressing and act, or not, so as to assist the best outcome to manifest naturally. Uh, and so if we take you know, this one step at a time, be in the moment, enjoy the journey without being obsessed with the outcome and being consistent with the way of the Tao, then seeking freedom from desire, not holding on to things, allows things to just naturally unfold. As, and as each moment is different from the last, our behavior is not prescribed and is not 
like an addiction because it's not something that just repeats automatically because we're attached to it. Because we know, as the great Buddha taught, that that attachment leads to suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because we're, we become attached to things that are impermanent. And then when they inevitably change or leave, then we feel sad. You know, we're, we're suffering. And the way around that, one of his teachings was mindfulness, right? Just seeing things as they are and then letting them go. Mm-hmm. Letting them go. I you think... Know, uh, Wu Wei, uh, effortless yeah. action, you know. And that way the 10,000 things find their own nature, you know, the 10,000 things being the analogy in Taoism for everything. You know? Yeah. And when everything finds its own way, finds its own nature, then everyone is satisfied, everyone has exactly what they need, situations come to a natural conclusion, and we don't have to fret. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry. We can just observe and allow everyone to find their own way, find their own path, and then support each other in doing that. And that's beautiful. I think the um, this, this, again, there's so much good stuff in this chapter. Uh, there's some great advice on success and achieving things in here. And they say, you know, people usually fail when they're on the verge of success. So give as much care to the end as to the beginning. Yes. Then there will be no failure. And that comes right after kind of saying, you know, the journey begins with a small step. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's, I think everybody listening to this show right now, and including me talking, uh, has things they want to achieve in life, but they just maybe haven't attempted yet, mm-hmm. or they didn't see it all the way through and they didn't yes. get it right the first time. Yes. And I think I once read this great little piece. It was like a graphic, and it was about the arc of achieving. It was like an inverted arc, so it was like a, a smile. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you start on one side and you're excited and you had this idea and you think it's great. And way on the other end of the arc, you have success when you've reached it. In between there, there is a trough, which mm-hmm. is the pit of despair, <laughs> which you go, oh, no, <laughs> I've come across some kind of difficulty. Uh, I've lost some of my passion, you know, temporarily. I've come up against obstacles. I have to put in the effort. I'm tired. Maybe this won't succeed. Maybe I can't do it. And the people that end up succeeding at things are invariably always have to go through that point. The people who give up, they give up the, the moment they step their toe into the pit of despair. Into the trough, yes. And I've done it before, and I know everybody else has. Yes. But knowing that that pit is going to be there makes it that much more easier to get through Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's like even doing one of these shows, it's like, okay, you know, uh, it starts with, we both get this inkling in the force that we need to do more shows, and then one of us will text each other. You go, okay, and we set a date, and then I think, oh, God, what do we talk about? I have one, What the <laughs> heck am I? I don't know if we have enough to talk about this time. Oh, Lord, you know, where are these topics going to come from? <laughs> it's just, just not going to happen this time. I, you know, and then one step, two <laughs> step, three step. 
boom. And it always ends up being we had <laughs> we, more to talk yeah. about than we even yeah. got to. We don't have enough time. <laughs> right. Well, maybe it's because we also picked the most abundant thing to ever discuss, uh, ever. But it is true. Yeah, with which every, is the Dow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Reality is, you know, the, <laughs> so. How do you run out of the Dow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've ran out of Dow. That'll be the last show, everyone. <laughs> we have exhausted the Dow. Good night. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it's also, uh, let's see here. Um, also, uh, let's see. Yes, anyway. So I think this. there's a, a whole bunch to go through in this. That's a very important chapter. Yeah, the, the, you know, there's... You know, any any chapter or any of these ideas, uh, any one of them, we could talk about for a year, any one of them. And, you know, I think that, you know, we, we all have things that we need to process. Our, our listeners now will take, you know, what we've uh, chatted about, you know, today and begin processing it. And as we know from uh, listener feedback that many people out the, here are listening to these episodes over and over and over again. Yes, people will email me saying, I just listened for the third time, you know. Um, some of them, always some of them are sitting with their entire families listening to the shows multiple times, and we, we so appreciate that uh, because it's, it's more than I think it, either of us ever expected. No, you know, yeah. At it, the beginning. Okay, well, I think I first said, I said, you know, Dr. Totten, I think we can get 200 people to listen to this. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and maybe, oh. maybe a dozen episodes, maybe. You know? Yeah, I think it still says that on the website. Yeah. We're going to do 12 shows. <laughs> 200 people listen, and that will be a crowning success. <laughs> well, here we are. And here we are over, what, 400,000 downloads or something? Oh, yeah, 500,000? Uh, uh, I don't uh, know. Un, uh, we haven't even looked at these. So, uh, yeah, unbelievable. So... Uh, all of you out out here in the Dow, uh, we, from the bottom of our hearts, we both thank you uh, endlessly, and we are very, very grateful. Thank you. <laughs>